Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest, reacting the Toronto Raptors 93-92 win against the Chicago Bulls. Solo pod here tonight, it's exam season, Riker's out studying for his exam, so wish him luck on Instagram or DMs or whatever. I missed the last podcast, I had two exams today, so I apologize if I sound a bit tired after this one, but uh, you know, the Toronto Raptors didn't do too much to bring the life back into me and a lot of Raptors fans watching this game as even though they got the W and a win's a win, we got to stay positive here, especially after coming off a three game losing streak. But we played the Chicago Bulls and it wasn't a very encouraging W for, for this Toronto Raptors team that we have really high expectations for. But before we get into the negatives, because I think it's it's a negative time as a Raptors fan looking at just how we've been playing as of late and the weird schemes and all the stuff we've been talking about over the last few podcasts. We got to get into some positives. And firstly, going to start off with Norman Powell because Norman Powell, when he's been starting this season, and honestly, ever since uh, Lowry went out early, he got the starting role. Even when he was relegated to the bench position, again, he continued to play well. He's been on an absolute tear the last 15 games or so. Tonight, another great game. 17 points, 7-16 shooting, missed a few shots. His threes weren't really falling, but the Toronto Raptors, we'll, we'll get into Siakam after, but the, the guy that kind of got us the buckets when we needed them was Norman Powell. He kind of energized the, the offense. Him and him and OG had those timely plays tonight. OG had 10 points and 5 rebounds, but the performance of Norman Powell and OG, especially I didn't get a chance to react. You know, OG's my guy, and he had that phenomenal game against the Sixers, even though it was a tough game. You know, the, the wing players have been playing well, and that's that's a very encouraging sign because those are the two players we looked at coming into the season. Would they be consistent? Could they be relied upon for this Toronto Raptors team? And while some other areas have we've kind of regressed in, those players have been playing well. So if we get back to the norms in terms of what we can expect from Siakam, Lowry, the Nick Nurse kind of strategies, then this Toronto Raptors team is going to be great. So shout out to Norman Powell, man. He's slashing to the rim, and this is the thing about Norm. When he goes to the rim, he he gets great shots around the rim, and he's been getting them since he came in as a rookie, and that's why a lot of people loved him, and he, usually players with his athleticism, the hard part is getting nice nice shots around the basket, and the, the easy part is finishing it. The issue with Norman Powell is a lot of the time, when he gets in there, he goes a little bit too fast, he gets a little bit too excited or, or something, I don't know, I don't know what it is, but he just misses around the rim a lot, and the past, this season as a whole, Norman Powell's been doing a really good job at getting those good shots like he has his whole career, but finishing, and that's that's just kind of opened up the rest of his game because he's more confident, and tonight, it's not really, is, is, is the exception, but the three-point shots go down more when he's feeling more confident, and the defense is always there at a high level, and yeah, just, Norman Powell's been really, really revamped his game, and maybe it's due to the expanded role in the regular season, because with uh, Kyle Lowry out for a while, he was starting at the two, and now with Fred Van Vliet out, Norman Powell's the de facto starter so it's it's going to be interesting to see if he can continue to keep this up when Fred comes back or you know there's been debate around Raptors land if we should keep Norman Powell as the starting two and maybe move Fred to the bench or maybe move Lowry to the bench I know when the Raptors lose Lowry becomes the punching bag for the team and I really don't I don't really like that but you know I, I disagree with that sentiment but it leads to good debate so let me know in the comment section what you guys think of Norman Powell and should he be the starter for the Toronto Raptors going forward and I also brought up OG. He had a solid game tonight as well. Got a few steals that were real timely. Played some great defense. Got got some leakouts. Got some dunks. You know, OG Anobi, he's been he's been playing well on the wing for the Toronto Raptors. Didn't have a huge box score night, but his impact was felt on this game. So those are two guys that that are mainly positive from this one. And you know, we saw some Boucher tonight. The Nick Nurse heard everyone calling him out for stop when he stopped playing Boucher. And you know, Boucher came out five points, two four shooting. 
again, not the greatest box score, but it was cool to see him out there. And I think the, the Raptors are usually positive when he plays. I know he he actually had the, the worst plus minus the, the game tonight, but I just like seeing Boucher on the court. It wasn't the greatest game from him, but I'm happy to see him make a return. But the Toronto Raptors are a team that's has the hopes of possibly going back to the finals. I know the the excitement, if I, if I said that last week, everyone would be like, yes, no, that's 100% sure. And then now people are probably going to roast me in the comment section for that. But I still have really high expectations for this Toronto Raptors team. So that's why even in this win, because win's a win and you're going to have tough, you, you got to win ugly sometimes. And that's, that's the case even against some lesser opponents like the Chicago Bulls, who do have some talent. They have gotten some wins this season. They're not, I don't think they're as horrible as their record shows, but they, we should be able to handedly beat the, the Chicago Bulls, in my opinion. And tonight, it was, it was an unsatisfying win, to put it, for me. And I think a part of that goes to Pascal Siakam. If you look at the box score, you'd be you'd be calling me crazy because he had 22 points, six rebounds on decent shooting, seven of 18. Not not great shooting, but a lot of those points. I I want I want to say about half came in the first four or five minutes of the game. You know, he came out firing like we saw of Pascal Siakam earlier before last week. That we this is what we've seen of Pascal Siakam, and then once again he just kind of fell back into his role. Did the the thing he's been doing the last few games when he'd miss a couple shots. He just stopped being aggressive. I don't get it. Pascal Siakam should be having a field day against guys like Laurie Markin. And I know Wendell Carter Jr. is a pretty solid defender, and Gafford came in and had a had a really amazing game for the Bulls. I haven't really. I'm gonna keep it real. I don't know who this guy is. Maybe he's been a, a standout player all season, but that this guy came in and had 14 points, three rebounds for the Bulls tonight. And I know they have some decent. No, they, the Siakam should be eating this front line. There's there's no reason why he shouldn't be, why he should be playing this passive. And yes, he came out strong. He came out firing. And after quotes and stuff, Siakam's to talk about how he needs to be more aggressive and continue. He had 18 shots, but it just feels something a little bit off with Siakam as the number one option as of late. And I feel like he, he's brought he's mentioned it. I want to see that assertiveness from him throughout the whole game. And that doesn't mean he has to be shooting the ball on every possession, but being aggressive on every possession. And, you know, I know we're spoiled with Kawhi, and I, I'm not expecting Pascal Siakam to become Kawhi Leonard over, you know, one summer, over one season. But the, when he, the mentality that Kawhi had, whenever he had the ball, he was looking to be a threat. He didn't shoot every possession. There was times when you'd think, you know, you wouldn't you wouldn't realize that Kawhi had 30 points, but, you know, because he'd be passing, he wouldn't be a ball-dominant player like a guy like DeMar DeRozan would when he'd have a big scoring night. But Siakam's got to have that mentality where he, he can't he can't think like a role player. He can't think, oh, I, I missed a few shots. I, I should be passive now. I should let the, let the rest of the team get going. No, we're relying on him to get buckets, to be a leader for the squad. And, you know, we can still get wins if we're going to be playing the Chicago Bulls on the night of December. But when we play the Sixers, when we play the Rockets, when we play... I even mentioned it when he was still in his hot streak of games. Right when we played better teams, he'd have this kind of way about just falling back into the flow of the game, which is not something that we need from our superstar or our guy that's supposed to be our number one option. So that's something I think Siakam will continue to evolve into, continue to develop into. And you know, I've I've been bringing up the whole season. I kind of got called out for it earlier in the year. Now that we're struggling, it's something that a lot of people are are saying. But I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how he develops. Maybe it's a, the high minutes that he, he had at the beginning of the year. I don't know what's happening. Maybe defenses have figured him out, but I trust that he'll adjust. Siakam's too good of a player not to, so that'll be an interesting thing to see. Kyle Lowry, the punching bag for Toronto Raptors fans right now, probably going to get a, a lot more heat online and everything to, after this one tonight. 11 points, 7 assists, 7 rebounds, and 
Even though he's plus 7 for the game, he went 3 of 15 from the field, 1 of 8 from the 3-point line. And once again, despite that uh, timely shot down the stretch of this one, where he just ran over that Bulls defender and made the layup, it was... It was not a good look for Kyle Lowry tonight. He really needs to make those shots. I know he's coming off injury, and he does have these games during the regular season. Not frequently, but you know, it's not it's not unheard of to hear Kyle Lowry have a bad shooting night and continue to shoot it off, but still still play well. Like he still does the other things on the court. But the Toronto Raptors are going to want to win games, especially with Fred VanVleet out. It's uh, we're going to need Lowry to to be more efficient on the shooting. I, I'm not. I don't want to bag on Kyle Lowry too much because you know. You're going to hear it. You're going to hear it from a lot of Raptors fans, so I'll distance myself from that. And one last thing, because there, there's not many other players I mentioned to know. Uh, Marcus Hall played really good defense. Him and Ibaka played really good defense down the paint. Uh, Rondé Hall's Jefferson came in, had a had a solid performance. I'd like to I'd like to see Rondé get more run, because it seemed like when we were on that stretch of wins, Rondé was getting in the 25-minute-per-game range, 25-30 minutes, the number one guy off the bench. And then now since we've reintegrated everyone back in the lineup, those minutes have been cut down to 12-15. Tonight he had 17 minutes per game. I'd like to see Rondé just get a groove out there so he can start attacking the offensive glass like we saw him do in, you know, in those games where he got a lot of run. And... The final thing before we swing into the segments, it's got to be the defensive schemes, man. I We've brought it up on the podcast consistently. Riker did a massive rant on it in the, the Rockets game. We both kind of did. But Nick Nurse is a genius. He knows how to run plays and all that. We saw it in the playoffs last year. We He likes to be freaky, and I love that about him because a lot of coaches aren't willing to do that. But the thing about it is there's a reason people don't run zone on every possession because it's it's less effective than man. It's a defense. It's a defensive scheme that is used to catch people off guard, right? It's it's something you run to just get people out of their comfort zone, and because they're out of their comfort zone, people don't really know what to do. But when you run it so much throughout a game, and especially down the stretch after they've already seen it, teams have already seen it. It's pretty easy to break a zone when you're kind of focused on actually breaking it as a team. You just swing the ball a little bit. We're running a high 3-2 for a lot of this one, and you just swing the ball inside, then the defense collapse and leads to open shooters. I know the Bulls really struggled on offense, so I think that was more so the Bulls just not being that great and you know the, the individual defensive performance of Gasol and Ibaka rather than the defensive schemes because there was a lot of shots that open looks the the Bulls got because they... You know, teams figure that they're, they're NBA players. They're not high school teams. They figure out how to beat a zone after you run it every, you know, two, three, four straight possessions. It's something you run to get people out of their their comfort zone. And I, I'd like it if Nick Nurse just didn't didn't use these bag of tricks for the whole stretch of stretch of the game. Switch it up, vary it throughout the the course of a game. But Nick Nurse knows more than basketball than me. And I guess the, the Bulls did score ninety two points. But that's just something I want to. What do you guys think of it? I want to I want to know what you guys think. But we're going to swing into the segments tonight. The spicy P-lay of the day. It's going to my guy, Norman Powell, who really took over the offense tonight, scored when we needed it, and down the stretch of the game, the the shot clock was winding down. We had a poor possession, and Norm just drove his way straight to the rim. I also brought up the Kyle Lowry play where he ran Buddy over, and Norman Powell had another play as well, but it was, it was a lot cooler because he did a nice little double cross, drove straight into the lane, and threw up a nice little floater that really kept us in down the down the stretch of this one so shout out to norman powell with the spicy pla of the day but not all plays can be the spicy pla day of the day and some just make you say oh geez and tonight the ogs play of the day you know kyle lowry he had a a spicy pla contender with how he ran the the man's over on the chicago bulls to get us our last buck in this game but 
He's getting the OGs for a play that happened, I believe, a possession later. Went to the lane. Again, ran ran off the time. I think he had Laurie Markinen on him. And decided to just run straight into him and sh- try and shoot it over him. And he ended up throwing it out of bounds. The Bulls got the ball while the Raptors only up one. If you got Laurie Markin on you, you got to get a better shot than that. You got to drive in the defense, make a decent pass. There's, I think Siakam was open on the wing, and maybe Siakam should have cut and been more assertive. But Kyle Lowry's a good enough passer to throw that out there. I don't know. You got to get a better possession than that. And that last play may- certainly made me say, oh, geez, especially where. You know when the refs are going to overturn it, it just stresses you out more just watching the play happen. So that was uh, that was an unfortunate look. And finally, the infamous, the one and only Damari Carroll Gold Star Award. And tonight, it's just going to the Raptors. Even though we won, I wanted a nice win today. I was I was really looking forward to it. I wanted a bounce-back game to, to quiet all the haters, quiet everyone that's been trashing on this team because I think people have overreacted to the last three losses, but... If we, if we continue to play like this, it won't be an overreaction. I'm not saying it's unwarranted, but I I do think that the Raptors will be fine, and I wanted tonight to be not proof that we'll be good, but a nice reassuring win that we could, you know, we're still the team that we've been throughout this whole season that we were last year just without Kawhi, but the Raptors are getting the gold star because they didn't really do that, so it's going to have to be tomorrow in Kawhi's return that uh, we get that morale booster. Maybe that's what the plan was because the, the wins will be so much more sweeter if we do it coming off a, not a losing streak because we just snapped the losing streak, but I don't know. I'm rambling here. You guys are the best for making this far. Check out the Twitter, the Instagram, all that cool stuff. If I missed anything, I apologize. I'm, I'm a bit bit zoned out. I apologize that this podcast is incoherent, but it's that time of year. I wish everyone out there that's writing exams or going home with their families good luck. All the best. Anyways, I'm signing out. Cheers.